Hey, hey, it's Neville Medora with the Swipes email, which is a swipe, wisdom, interesting picture, essay, and a splurge. So this is the March 10th, 2023 edition. Man, March already, crazy. So let's get started with the swipe. So the McDonald's swag game in 1985, or sorry, 1984 was really hard. They had this get your Mac hat, which is a hat that looked like a Big Mac. And, you know, I got to admit, I would probably go buy a Big Mac just to get one of these hats if they were still 99 cents. Uh, I checked it online to see if I could buy one of these Big Mac hats, and they're going for like $150 plus on eBay, which is kind of hilarious. This free hat is now going for so much money. So <laughs> that was kind of fun. I, I would totally go back to McDonald's if I get this hat, though. Here's a piece of wisdom. Uh, this is a cool illustration, and I'm not sure who to accredit to. I kind of forgot where I got it. It was just in the screenshots of my phone. Uh, and it shows you how much you learn from theory, from practice, and from mistakes. And from theory, it shows two books. From practice, it shows six books. From mistakes, it shows, I don't know, 20 books. But I do think that you can learn a lot from your mistakes. However, I think I've heard people uh, like make mistakes over and over, like the same mistake over and over again. And I do think that's kind of dumb, where it's just like, uh, you probably should be learning from said mistakes, not just keep making them in the name of saying you're learning. <laughs> uh, here's something interesting and a lot of other people on twitter found this interesting this is an awesome way to display a lot of data in a small image and this is a uh, chart called uh breaks my heart the decline of the simpsons and it shows the season and the episode number all laid out in a grid labeled by green yellow or red for good medium bad and these are imdb ratings so the ratings for each uh, episode of the show so if you notice for the first eight seasons, pretty much every episode without fail was really, really rated high or maybe broaching yellow, but still like the lowest was like seven point something. It was still very high. Then season nine started to come around and the, the, the ratings started to get a little bit flatter, still all green. Then season 10 came around and it was like half yellow and then season 11 and it was all yellows and then all yellows and then all and then more red and then all red. And if you've ever seen The Simpsons now, I think it's on season 31 or so, it's, I gotta admit, really, really hard to watch. Like, it, it's it's not that funny. The plots are like, whatever. And look, I get it. After 31 seasons and, I don't know, something like 24 shows per season, it must be really, really difficult to make a show that's still funny. But the like South Park is still a funny show. It still gets very high IMDb rating. So the difference is, all of the original writers of The Simpsons left. So if you actually type in The Decline of The Simpsons or The Fall of The Simpsons, and I, I linked it here too, you can watch some of these YouTube videos that describe why The Simpsons fell so hard. And the TLDR, Too Long Didn't Read, is all of the original writers left. It used to be Conan O'Brien, Matt Groening, all these people. And they all left, started other shows, went on to do other big things. And then also, instead of mocking pop culture, The Simpsons kind of became it. Like in the 90s, The Simpsons was the biggest thing. I mean, now you just think, like, oh, the Simpsons, whatever, Bart, Homer, but it used to be huge. And they started to have all these weird celebrity cameos on all the shows. And it felt like they would almost like force in like, oh, you too is on the show. And sometimes it would be funny. Sometimes it's not. And I feel like they kind of like lost their way by trying to like force in all these cameos. And then also the storylines and jokes used to be layered and complex and they became lazy and unfunny. This, uh, this video, The Fall of the Simpsons, shows some really cool examples of the intricate ways that The Simpsons was funny back in the day with these layered stories. And now they're just like, well, now they just call Homer fat. And you're like, well, I, 
I guess it's sort of funny, but it's not that funny. Whereas before they would show Homer, like, you know, sitting on the couch and denting it or something. They wouldn't just say he's fat, which is a lazy joke. They would show something funny and there'd be another layer behind it where like the cat flies in the air or something like that. So it's really interesting to watch and kind of sad how such a great show kind of, uh, essentially became unwatchable. Uh, and here's a picture. So who else is like this? Uh, I went to San Francisco this week and saw some friends who had a new baby. Everyone's like, oh, the new baby. And I'm like, the dog. And I was playing with the dog the whole time. Um, also, here's some other pictures. It's South by Southwest time in Austin. Uh, it's a huge conference. It's not as big after COVID, but uh, there's so many meetup and events going on. Went to one yesterday, throw my friends Nick Gray and Cody McLean, and the party was bigger than normal. Uh, my friend Nick throws all these like small parties where everyone can kind of meet each other. This one's big, so it's kind of split up into different rooms in a bigger house. Still fun. And uh, it's included some pictures here. Saw some of my regular friends and met new people. It was really fun. Here's a fun little fact. Uh, my friend tells everyone to throw these two-hour parties. It's really interesting. If you throw an only two-hour party and you say get there at 6, people show up at 6. If you just throw a vague party and say the time is at 6 p.m., people will early show up at like 6.30. So we had a similar meetup a few weeks ago at my house. And here's a fun fact. Since I hosted, um, I knew what people consumed. And here's what about 30 people drank over a 2.5-hour period on a Wednesday at my party a few weeks ago. 32 cans of seltzer, eight normal bottles of water, eight Topo Chico bottles, which is the seltzer water, uh, two alcoholic centers, and one beer. That means three alcoholic drinks were consumed by 30 people, um, which is kind of crazy. There's very little alcohol, and I don't know if there's that's good or bad. It's just surprising. Uh, here's a quick little essay. So sometimes using a pattern interrupt is a great way to grab attention. So a pattern interrupt can be something that's just a little bit different than normal and gets attention in an otherwise mundane task. Here's an example. There's this unsubscribe email from Drizzly, this alcohol delivery company. Someone delivered me a gift and I unsubscribed from the emails because I didn't really need them. So I just unsubscribed from the emails. But when I unsubscribed, it had a little pattern interrupt and you get this funny copy and a dog that tries to make you second guess your decision of unsubscribing. So it says, are you sure you want to unsubscribe? Our email writer thought he was doing a pretty good job. And then there's a dog at a computer with reading glasses and it says, nice try Drizzly. And it says, oh my God, look at his little glasses. I've changed my mind. So you can click, I've changed my mind and not unsubscribe. Now, are a lot of people not unsubscribing because of this? Well, probably not a lot, but there's some, right? And so when unsubscribing to an email, there's normally a boring little thing that says, unsubscribe your email, yes or no, submit, that's it. So of course you're gonna click yes, unsubscribe. However, they just made this last ditch attempt with a pattern interrupt and this funny dog, it's some funny copy. And I'd say probably 20% of people might be like, eh, I'll, I'll keep, I'll stay on for a little while. And that means they salvaged a lot of customers with just a little bit of copy and a funny picture of a dog. Um, another example of kind of a pattern interrupt is this extremely goofy GIF on the homepage of copywriting course. And it's this, uh, one of my old school drawings where the guy's like kind of pointing at, uh, the email signup. So first name and email. And I've always wanted to make this more professional, but the reason I keep it like that is the silly gift gets a 10 to 12% conversion rate. And I think the reason is it's just so different. I go to all these sites. They all say, sign up your email, sign up your email, sign up your email. None of them look like this. This is just so weird. Like you look at it and you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and so that, um, because it gets a 10 to 12 conversion rate, I leave it. And that means out of hundred people visiting that page, 10 or 12 will enter their name and email, which is pretty good. Then I can go to email those people, send them good information, and hopefully they buy something from me. So I've never been able to outperform that number with other tests of like more professional or standard looking uh, email signups. So this kind of like pattern interrupt-ish type thing is 
going to stay. Here's a fun splurge. So my splurge recommendation today costs a grand total of $13. It's an amazing book called Project Hail Mary. And honestly, it's been my most recommended book in the last few years. I, I've been recommending this to people for like a year at least. And the one I've lent out the most to the most people. So you may recognize the author. His name is Andy Weir. He wrote The Martian. So we had three books that have come out. The Martian book one was great. Number two was a book called Artemis. It was eh. Not so great. Uh, I, I didn't like it all that much. And book number three was Project Hail Mary. Amazing. Even better than The Martian, which is an already great book. So it's a hard science book, which means the story is not real, but the physics in the book are real. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about. I don't want to rob you of the joy of reading this book. But everyone I've told, people who are from engineers to normal jobs to business owners, old, young, has just been like, Neville, I love this book. I can't believe XYZ happened. And like, there's all these great plot twists and turns in the book. It's so good. Anyways, I hope you all enjoy these. My name is Neville Medora. If you like these emails, hit me up, uh, reply to the email. Just be like, I love the email. I, I love hearing that. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye.